0: everybody to another episode of the Cybersecurity Chronicles. I'm Sean Mahoney with Switch. Today I'm joined again by Tamara Lauterbach. Tamara, thanks for coming back.
1: Thanks for having me. So the (laughs) last
0: time uh, we were together talking, and and Stanley had been able to join us, uh, we got into a conversation afterwards and was really related uh, more around insider threat, which is an area that you have to deal with quite frequently. And uh, you, yes. were, you were talking about sort of the evolution of cyber risk, the risks that we used to deal with to what we have to deal with today in regard to insider threat, and just how people do things they think are innocent or, you know, not a threat. So tell me about uh, right. what your thoughts were on that.
1: So, I mean... Yeah, insider threat is a very heavy word. Um, You know, somebody who has been trained in it and actually has done courses through, you know, the Carnegie Mellon Institute, their SERP program. uh, They have this phenomenal process to help you kind of learn about the psychology of people. So, hey, it's coming around Christmas time. You know those funny little emails that we used to send out whenever, you know. Oh, those e-cards, and they were dancing around like uh, you had your leadership space on an elf or your entire team on, you know, elves. And they were singing and dancing to a Christmas carol. And it was nothing more but your innocence and just kind of to just laugh and get there and days. enjoy the Oh, <laughs> the good old days. <laughs> well, now it's like uh, to do some of these things, you have to second guess it. You have to be like, is this a secure link? So how can you make sure that you're, uh, you know, educating your staff to be like, yes, have that camaraderie. Yes, send that goofy email with your, your leadership space yeah. on it and know that it's truly innocent. And to bring the team together or collect, you know, um, information from each other to send, like, maybe secret Santa gifts or better yet, maybe we're going to collect money for our employers uh, Christmas gift from the whole team how can you make sure that link is properly secure? So it kind of comes back to education. You have to communicate it properly to your end users that even though it was such a good intention every single time, did you verify that that company was not maybe in the background scraping some information from us by using it, or better yet, did you check the cookies link? Are you looking at all the tiny details that come into play? You know, there's so, so
0: often that people aren't aware of all the little marketing trackers that are used yes. in emailing and uh, websites and things like that. People are at least starting to become conscious of things mm-hmm. like their microphone listening to then show them ads or show them things in a feed in a timeline, uh, they're at least starting to become aware of those things. So you know it, it is an important thing as as the technology changes, as technology advances, at the speed at which it's mm-hmm. advancing nowadays. You know it's really important, as you were saying, to educate and keep your employees up to date and timely with the latest types of threats the latest types of things that are being used and and we see it all the time and sometimes even us it's like ah okay yeah you know but it's
1: maybe we shouldn't click that link
0: (laughs) but it's 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 amazing how quickly some things are changing and how you know the change is making our jobs more difficult Mm -hmm. In keeping up and training, educating people so that they're aware of these things. What are some of the things that you're seeing that people aren't really aware of? It hasn't made it hasn't made the main media for people to be talking about it. Um, it's more of in still within our industry and our media that we're reading all the time.
1: You know, with working in healthcare, there is a constant threat attack. Sure. Um, you know, with a bank card, you could just get a brand new bank card and call it a day and just say, no, that was not my, you know, sale to PayPal <laughs> <laughs> and you'll get a credit back. But in healthcare, there's nobody to call and talk about that situation. I mean, there are places you can call, you can get, you know, the best information to help file a claim and etc. but it's not the same. So for like the general public, it, You almost have to be told by your health provider. You almost have to be informed by your health provider that, "Hey, we are going to be updating our website. These are the new links we're going to be sending you." But at the same exact time, how many people is actually reading that email? Right. Let's think about the basic population of individuals. Um, You know the 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 basic end user. They are not looking at. Every single email that comes into their email box they're going to probably mark it a spam and not even think twice about it just like the christmas card coming right. through from your employer <laughs> so it's just more or less i think it's just understanding the situation awareness around you like people just need to kind of open their eyes a little bit more understand that These things are happening. Healthcare organizations are getting more targeted nowadays, especially around the holidays, if you think about it, because everybody's enjoying the holidays. So why not try to attack somebody during the holidays? It's a scary thing, but it's the honest truth.
0: And, And people aren't really paying attention as much because they're distracted with everything my shopping this this christmas party it's friday night it's chris going to the christmas party what am i wearing (laughs) you know those sorts of things it it is really a distracting time of year but you really need to stay on top of it and you know just to kind of touch on ai that's one of the things that has made our job harder is the fact that they're using ai to craft email messages where, you know, we used to say, if it's spelled wrong, if it reads weird, it's probably a phishing email. Well, now they have a tool to write properly. And now we're starting to say, okay, if it sounds too proper, if it sounds too well written.
1: (laughs) Is this too good to be true? Is
0: there a prince of Nigeria? <laughs> you know, but honestly, I, I I received an email earlier from another from a security company that was looking to engage with us to for us to partner with them and include their product in our platform they were offering me they were go? offering me a 75 dollars amazon gift card if i click this link and Ooh. here's some white papers let's embed the link into the text and here's the calendar link to set appointment with me <laughs> you really aren't reading the room with who you're trying to market to by including all these links
1: oh my gosh i know exactly what you mean it's funny you know i have been a director i've been a security officer Um, I've been in management a good amount of my career. Um, and you know, in every organization, there's only so many people who can make those decisions, make those like actual good decisions (sighs) to partner with people. And that's wonderful. And that's the way it's supposed to be because that is the common chain of command. But yeah, you got these spammers, you got these vendors, you got these people that are just going out of nowhere, just being like, hey, click here, <laughs> and I'll give you a $75 gift card. Or, by the way, I'll send you some boys' headphones, and hey, that's somebody you can give that to for Christmas I, I just filled, <laughs> I just
0: filled out the information. Are you telling me I'm not going to get my $75 Amazon gift card?
1: I, I wouldn't hold your breath. <laughs> I mean, you probably will, but you might also have to sit through a very big pitch. And I'm not saying (laughs) that these pitches are bad. And I'm not saying these companies are bad in any way, shape or form. These are Some of these are legit vendors and these legit vendors can be wonderful for your organization because they really can help elevate your security posture tremendously. But at the same exact time. How do you know they're a legit vendor unless you do your threat intelligence research in a way speak to make sure they're not, you know, maybe a part of any kind of like maybe breach recently or better yet, that they are a legit company. So if you take it back to like kind of what I was saying at the beginning when it was so innocent to just send the, the dancing out yeah. email, how can you like really know nowadays with AI, with machine learning, with the capabilities that have been advanced in modern technology nowadays, that that's a true vendor.
0: You know, I think it's it's important for organizations to understand, you know, as as a, an executive who's listening to us, you know, and they're going to ask that question, where do I start? There's a lot of open yes. source tools out there. You see them. You've worked with them before. Mm-hmm. And there mm-hmm. are organizations that can help you uh, along your journey. If you don't want to pay for something, but you have the time to learn at least the basics, not get into the level that you are. You are, as we talked before, you came from the technical side in, in from in, as an analyst in a security operations center and dealing right. with insider threat along with other security issues. And then you moved over <laughs> to the governance risk and compliance side dealing with, the whole compliance environment and how policies and procedures are written and enforced. So you have a you right. have a different view. So you had more time to invest as part of your career. But mm-hmm. if, if you're a non-technical executive with a startup, a small organization, there are places you can go to read to get a high level view of how to improve your cyber posture to at least begin mm-hmm. doing some of the foundational work, like the Center for Internet Security. We've included CIS's tools into what we do because it is a standard. It's a framework that is common enough right. for people to understand and accept it as that is a legitimate baseline uh, starting point to do your work. And then the other thing right. we were talking about here is is just the education. It's probably the least expensive thing you can invest in for your organization is a good continuous cybersecurity, information security, education, and awareness program. I hate using the word training because you're not training dogs. You're educating (laughs) employees to make them aware uh, of of security risks. And it's probably the least expensive investment that a company can make.
1: Yeah, there's so many vendors out there. Legit good vendors that could come in help educate your cybersecurity posture and like help elevate it I mean but also help educate them as well from a end user perspective but also at the same exact time if you think about it you know, all it takes is just one good cybersecurity professional, maybe creating a PowerPoint statement, explaining the basics of phishing, right. explaining the requirements you need to know. Hey, here's the new advances in AI technology. We don't need to have all these like little people running around on the camp um, on our you know, a monitors and explaining scenarios because 9 times out of 10 you're going to have your end user probably just clicking through it because they're just like I need to get ready and get get my game moving and I need to just make sure this is <laughs>
0: blah 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 blah. Okay, mom, I've heard you before.
1: Yes. <laughs> I won't click on the link, even though I just clicked on the link a second ago and wanted to see the dancing elves of my leadership. <laughs> but the point of the matter is that you have to find the way to engage right. them, how to get them excited. So, you know, other organizations have used, um, you know, I would say positive outcomes like hey if you identify this you get a 25 dollar gift card to amazon from your organization because you spotted a phishing email properly so you got those incentives yeah. and those incentives are great but what happens whenever you start sending so many 25 dollar gift cards every single time out for every phishing email that yeah it, it, it was a real phishing email but i mean that's gonna <laughs> reach your bottom line out of your department if you truly think about it so it's it shouldn't be about incentives. It's just like with children. Yeah. It's just you need to teach them the right behaviors, what to look for, what not to do, how to do it, when to do it, when to be more suspicious of certain situations. You know, it's it's not going to be a hundred percent every single time. Right, and there's
0: there are but some ga- everything there changes. are some platforms out there that have figured out how to sort of gamify the whole education process, Ooh. and so you can kind of keep, it's sort of like horse racing. You know, you're going to have people <laughs> over time and in jockeying for who's taking the lead and they're scoring the points, but it is a way. Right. So maybe it's not for every phishing email, but maybe it's over time that they're scoring on these tests over a period of time that, that business leaders can incentivize their employees to take the courses to take the quizzes they're not long what are they two minute videos and a 30 second quiz afterwards
1: Sometimes.
0: you know it's a yeah. it's a very inexpensive investment to keep your employees it educated really is. so they're not encouraged or enticed outside of the organization to create that dancing nails <laughs> video about you that they're going to send around to all your other but employees you are
1: going to get Right. And if you forward it, you get these free Bose headphones <laughs> with it. So, I mean, like, that's a free, like, Christmas gift that you get to give oh away to somebody. Goodness. And you look like, you know, the best parent ever, right? <laughs> right? <laughs> so, it, it, you really need to think of the psychology of it. You know, is this true insider threat? Is this true targeting? Is this spear fishing? Is this what is the situation?
0: Santa used to be such a wholesome guy, and now he's just a cyber risk.
1: <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> he he's got his own problems up in the North <laughs> Pole too. I'm telling <laughs> I mean, he's got elves making all of the toys.
0: He's got his own insider threat that he's dealing with
1: you probably you know you've got to talk to frosty and you know uh (laughs) (laughs)
0: but
1: the point is is that you have to communicate it to everybody so they can understand it regardless if it is through that cartoon video that is going to be so helpful in their lms and i'm sorry their learning machine system environment that hr houses but you you need to know that it is a requirement. It is a baseline requirement for multiple frameworks to say, how do you educate people?
0: Right. It is.
1: How do you make sure they know what they're doing? Do you test them? Do you test them regularly? How often is regularly? Do you maybe send that really good HR email to the person who just started that Mm -hmm. week and it looks identical to the HR department and then, hey, guess what? They clicked on the link because they thought it was a form they had to fill out because now they are part of this new organization. There you go. You just got popped right there. It just all depends. Let's pick on on, the new kid. Yeah, let's pick on the new (laughs) kid, definitely. (laughs) (laughs) It's just stuff that you have to keep communicating. And, you know, security professionals are not always going to get it right either because it's constantly developing. Like you said, with machine learning and AI capability, These things are taking what we already know. Hey, they're doing all this extra background work to build into it. And then eventually they find that person they want to target. And it's just the right person. It's the right person to social engineer this to. Hey, you know, I'm going to give this to you. And I'm going to send you the email, the Dancing Elves of uh, Stanley. You know, he's going to start doing Jingle Bell Rock over there. (laughs) 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 And, you know, you you want to you wanna look at it and you want to see it and you want to have a good giggle because it's wholesome and it's just completely innocent. Yeah. But is it?
0: No, not anymore. <laughs> you can't, you, as they, as uh, Reagan said, trust but verify everything you're getting nowadays. <laughs> so, all right, well, Tamara, I think we've had a little too much eggnog today.
1: I would have to agree. <laughs> I think we need to cut ourselves off. <laughs>
0: So good for you to join me today. I appreciate your time and insights. You've been uh, a great help, hopefully, to those that are listening to us. If you want to learn more about uh, cyber risk and cyber risk governance, you can join our LinkedIn group, the Cyber Risk Governance Group on LinkedIn. Uh, if you want to know more about NetSwitch, you can check us out at netswitch, N-E-T-S-W-I-T-C-H dot net. I'm Sean Mahoney with NetSwitch. Tamara Lauderback, thank you very much for joining me again. And we will talk again soon on another exciting topic, I'm sure. Take care.
1: And I can't (laughs) wait. You too.
0: Bye. Bye Bye-bye.